0: Oh, hi, audience. What's up? It's Greg Stero here to introduce you to the True Blue Riffcast, where they talk about amazing movies, bad movies, and everything in between. So you're listening to the True Blue Riffcast. Enjoy it. Thanks, Greg. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one Riff tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and I am joined, as always, by- Hi,
1: I'm Dave. I'm coming to you live. It's such a lovely day here in China, in China. I just wanted to get that out of the way, because I'm coming to you from China, because I usually am just hanging out in the cornfields in Utah, which is where I usually am. But today I'm in China. Why? You don't need to know. It's never explained anyway. I'm getting ahead of myself.
0: Uh well today we do have a very special guest with us. He is in his own words a Rift Tracks contributor and novelist person I guess. It's <laughs> Jason Miller.
2: Fellows, everybody. Hello. 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 Welcome from Welcome from Nashville.
1: Nashville. So, uh, Jason, I have I've kind of a story about about you that you probably don't know. And I, so I can calling. guarantee that you definitely don't know it because I'm about to I'm about to so. tell you right now. I would I, I went to Nashville <laughs> for Rift Tracks Live in 2016 in Mothra, right? And I'm sitting. He's
0: got to bring that up every chance he gets.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, I, because I, I bring it up every chance I get because um, Jeremy has never been, and I like to rub that in his face. So I'm sitting like three rows back. Yeah. From 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 the uh, and I'm sitting like on the very edge where where, where the aisles there is in the Bell Court, and I talked to uh, Connor and Sean quite extensively before the uh, uh, the um, the movie starts. Right, so they're at the point like, okay, everybody sit down, shut up, we're going to start. And I hear somebody like right behind me talking to somebody else, uh, saying like, "Oh, I'm from Nashville and I'm a writer for Rift Tracks." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself. And I'm not turning around because I don't want to be like I'm like this dude's a total liar. Whoever this guy is, because I was just talking to the writers <laughs> and he's not one of them. <laughs> I mean, how convenient! <laughs> this guy's from Nashville. I'm think this guy's from Nashville. He's like whatever. And then a couple of years later, I contact you as like, hey, you're you're a contrib- contributing writer. Would you like to be interviewed for the Riff Wiki? And you're like, okay, sure, right? And I send you the form, and he sent it back to me. I'm looking at it it's like, yes, I'm from Nashville. I do all these important things here in Nashville, Nashville. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's that guy that I didn't turn around and look at because I thought he was completely full of crap trying to impress somebody. And I felt like a dick because, like, even though no, I, hadn't sorry, anything, I hadn't said anything, I hadn't said anything, but I still felt like a jerk. I was like, oh, my <laughs>
2: i i feel like a jerk for making you feel like a jerk <laughs>
1: and i'm like oh no <laughs> like oh he's like oh but anyway that's that's the hilarious story that uh
2: holy shit, sharing. man yeah. what what are you, that was that was mothra yeah that was mothra yeah, yeah. oh wow no. Yeah. I just, and I, I, li- I literally live within walking distance mm-hmm. of the bell. And I, I, I remember the, you saying exactly
1: that. Like, yeah, I just got here. And I'm like, this guy's so full of it. Like whoever he's talking to. <laughs> like, Cause I was just talking to the writers. He's not one of them.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. and It's kind of, it's, uh, it's sort of how I got into the, the rift tracks, uh, the, you know, the riding pools because uh, I back when Twitter was funny. <laughs> it's not anymore. Twitter, man, it's not. Is it? Um, back when it was fun, I met uh, I met Sean and I met Connor on Twitter, and I saw that you know I've been a yeah, Mystery Science Theater fan for way back when, you know, the VHS tapes and all that stuff, and I saw that that Sean and Connor uh, worked for Mike Kevin, and Bill, and I just like DM Sean at some point back in 2013, I think and said, hey, if there's ever you know, a a writing availability just keep me in mind and and I had no idea at that point that they came here to do their live shows Mm -hmm. even though I lived within walking distance of the Bellcourt so Sean writes me and he says hey, there might be something coming up by the way, we're doing a live show at the Bellcourt, I think it was uh I can't even remember now which one it was. But he said, you know, come if it was twenty if it was twenty thirteen, it was either Starship Troopers or I think it was Starship Trooper because I sat in like the yeah. very last row. They said, come to the show and then come out with us later, you know, and, and meet the guys. And if there's something that comes up later, we'll do it. So we go to we go to we go to Midtown Nashville after the show. We're at a bar. The guys are it's it's summertime. The guys are all hot, they're sweaty, they're thirsty, they're hungry. But we went to a bar that was also a pizza restaurant and um, the yeah. kitchen had closed, right? So, so the, the, the support people, you know, they helpfully, they bring in some pizza. They had some pizza delivered to the bar. The little guy behind the bar, he was like horribly upset by this. You can't bring outside food. So he runs out behind the bar and he gets into a fight with the riff-tracks people. And he's this little guy. He's got a big perm and he's wearing like a, a kind of a baseball style t shirt. And he's wearing these really tiny shorts, right? <laughs> And he's screaming at us, and he literally runs us out of the bar what? where we just spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars, and ran us into the the. They've got a little outdoor patio area, and he runs us out into that area where the guys keep eating pizza, and then Mike Nelson like pulls out a packet of like a kind of c- cigar box of uh bugs, what? like dead <laughs> bugs. And he starts, yeah, he starts like handing them around to people to eat these bugs, like daring to eat the bugs. Well, then the little man with the perm and the small—wait a minute,
1: wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. wait. I gotta stop you (laughs) because, like, whatever happens next is gonna be even crazier. But I just want to be like a sentence I didn't think I'd hear when I woke up this morning. Mike, but Mike Nelson's going around daring people to eat these bugs. That's a thing that Mike Nelson does.
2: Mike likes the, – there's this, like a dare thing oh inside Riffrex culture where they make people you – know, they dare people to eat things. Oh, my and gosh. Fortunately, fortunately oh, guys, okay. I'm a vegetarian, so I don't have to do that. But, yeah, so Mike's passing around – Mike's passing out bugs. <laughs> the guys are passing around pizza slices, and then the little man with the perm and the baseball shirt and the really tiny shorts – he comes screaming out into the patio area, and like he makes anyone eating pizza go out into the the road, like the street, right, like the outlet to the street. Oh, no, <laughs> because they can't be on restaurant property eating outside food, even like- though we were outside outside food, but. <laughs> So they had to go out, and I don't think they make Mike go with the bugs because, you know, they're bugs, but whatever. So, but that was my introduction to the Riftrax people. And oh before God. I knew it, I had an audition.
0: That is insane. That is absolutely insane. Uh, like, that, that whole thing line. is just nuts. Yeah, that was my introduction. That's to great.
1: <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad we, I'm wow. so glad you're on the show tonight, Jason. This is like, I, 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 oh, I think was... because a couple of weeks ago we had David Giancola on and he told us some crazy stories. So, Jeremy, we need to have more awesome people on the show because what what are we
0: doing? We can't compete no, with this. We definitely can't compete with this. The best story I have like that was Louis Black yelling at me to finish his uh, chicken barbecue pizza.
2: <laughs> wow. Did you do it? I did,
0: and I cried. Ah, uh, this doesn't uh, sound like a story
2: well, I want to hear. <laughs> 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 I'll save that for another oh, time. Good. I'm not the one.
0: I'm not the special guest here. But
2: uh, yeah, so the so the so the man with the little shorts became my. Um, that was my introduction to uh, my Kevin Bill, and i I've, I've been with I've uh, been with the group ever since.
0: Oh my gosh! But if. If this was any other I just hope any other happy. thing, I I would say that I didn't believe you, but for some reason I do. As I know I believe you about the bugs thing because I I know Mike is like that uh, because yep. I've had uh, Eric tell me before about that because I have a YouTube series uh, Bottom Shelf Munchies where we eat weird stuff like that. We've eaten bugs and we have really gross fish stuff and you know all these things. And Eric's like, "Oh yeah, we have to eat stuff like that all the time." Mike makes us. Mike makes us.
2: Yeah. Yeah. See. Yeah, yeah. Next time you uh, talk to the dudes, ask them about the little man with the perm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. In the little shorts. Yeah. No, they'll, they'll, they'll remember. They'll remember. It was it was a whole scene. I'm
0: probably going to send Sean a message tonight about that.
2: <laughs> it was a <the> whole scene. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just hope he's out there and I hope he found love, you know? Because <laughs> he didn't. No man with little shorts should be without love. And a be. perm, no less. And a perm. Yeah, yeah, kind of a natural, you know. What we used to call a natural. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. Well, that kinda takes care of one of our questions we had for you. Uh we were gonna ask how you got started with Rift Tracks, but and now we know. Uh, now we know. Uh so what's so far, what's the uh the favorite uh VOD that you've that you've written for?
2: Ooh, man. Um <sighs> I don't know. I think I, I think I you know we talked about this a little bit when we were emailing back and forth. I love um, I love Ator, um,
0: which is actually and, one and, we're going to be talking about tonight. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah,
2: which which is great. And, you know, because it's it, uh, primarily because in that you, you guys is mm-hmm. it's like cave dwellers. Ator, this bizarre series of fantasy movies that they just kept remaking various versions of. But
1: I, and none of them make any sense.
2: None of them make any sense. But I was privileged to write my part of the Divi for whatever reason. I got to write the part where Ator expresses his love for his sister. Oh, jeez. No, no, no. And then has to go talk to his dad about wanting to marry his sister. And it's just always held a a, a, a fond part of my house, uh, in my heart. And his
1: dad, and his dad's just like his dad's just like. Oh, guess what? Guess
2: what? She's not your sister. And there's that that wonderful moment where he, he walks up to his wife and says, "You suckled on this same breast, but you are not brother." <laughs> um, I, I uh, uh the wizard. I got to. I was again blessed to write the uh, power glove scene. You know, oh, nice. it's, so bad. And, and how do you approach that? And the only way to do it. So that was great. You know, that was wonderful to get the, you know, again, to be challenged to write that, uh, that well, you got to point
1: out that Toby McGuire's in that scene. I mean, that's obviously a big, a big, a big responsibility there. I know,
2: it's, you know, it's like crazy. How, so how do you, how do you do that? So that one, the wizard, uh, deadly prey, I was really happy about, um, um, the one that came out the other night, Aladdin. Yeah, another one we're going to oh, talk about in a little bit. is It's just a mysterious hoot. And I've also been there for some of, I guess, what you would say, you know, inflicting pain on the public at large, uh, Roller Gator.
1: What? No, that is not painful. Excuse have, me, sir. That is of, awesome. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you- I love Roller Gator. Oh, my God. Can you hear any of it? <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, it's man. amazing.
2: It's, it's something, and uh, it's mysterious and and kind of wild. Um, that one, and uh, 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 God, what's the one with the, the mysterious clown? <laughs> Wizzo. Wizzo. Oh no, Jesus. Star Games. No, no, Star Games. I was out of town. Ah. Oh, was that. Yeah, I missed with the, with Star Games. Wizzo. I, it's Whistle the Clown. Yeah,
0: yeah, Christmas okay. Circus.
2: Christmas Circus. Yeah, uh, Star Games. Unfortunately, I was on vacation and I couldn't take the Divi that that time. So, oh, I, right. I I I've hated it ever since. I just I man, <laughs> I miss that opportunity. I miss that opportunity.
0: Well, let's let's make it a little more difficult for you and. Uh, okay. <laughs> What are your uh <laughs> we, we've we've asked this of, of the other guys we've had on from rift tracks, Connor Sean and Eric. Um so we're gonna ask you as well. Uh if you were trapped on a deserted island, what riffs would you take with you? The only three you could watch. Uh like a short and a VOD and okay. like a live show or something.
2: <sighs> okay, okay. All right. So I would probably take um I would probably take a, a Bridget and Mary Joe. Mm-hmm. I would take uh maybe uh uh well I could take one that I worked on. <laughs> 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 I take Lady Mobster, maybe. Oh nice. Um yeah, uh we had a we had a lot of fun with that. Um shorts. I I really do like the Batman shorts.
1: Those are excellent. Yeah, I those are I great. Think, I
2: think they're so fun, and I just can't I can't pick one because well, number one, they're basically all the same, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Where, yeah if someone
2: but, comes in, Batman gets his ass kicked,
1: and yeah. uh, Robin does something. The wizard twists some knobs, and then ends with a cliffhanger that they totally <laughs> cheat out of in the next yeah. one.
2: There's an explosion at the end, but they yeah. are really fun. Um, the 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 really the one I like the most is the very first one in the series, which I didn't get to write on. Um, but the introduction to the series is just it's just so much fun, you know. It's got so much great stuff. When the character is in- introduced, it's mm-hmm. got it, you know Batman coming into the Batcave and Kevin's like, get me out of this thing. I have to pee like a pregnant woman, you know, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a hoot. They did such a great job with those. I wish that they would do, and I understand why we don't because they're so tedious, but there's some uh, Superman series out there. Um, and oh, are you talking more. about
1: the, um, the uh, animated one?
2: No, no, uh there's like a Superman and the Mole Man or something. Oh, um,
1: okay. I know. Okay, I know what you're is. talking about.
2: I wish they would do I wish they would do some more of that stuff again. I know why they don't. They're they're super tedious to write and they really are very repetitious, but they're a lot of fun, too. Um live shows. Uh my favorite maybe Samurai Cop. Um, yes, solid. I got to. I got to write for the uh, the VOD, and they transferred a lot of that over to the live the live show here in Nashville. And uh, man, that man, that movie's fun,
0: especially with the nudity taken out.
2: Yeah, yeah. They. Cut I didn't even know that
0: there was nudity in that movie until
1: Jeremy told me.
2: Yeah, they cut a little bit out of it. Yeah, thankfully, um, you know, so for, yeah, for for the live shows because they're rated. And, uh, and also because they're broadcast overseas in some case, so we have to comply with, um, you know, we have to comply with other standards for that kind of broadcast. Yeah. But um, it, it's just, it's just a good, bad movie, you know? Oh, yeah, totally. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hoot. It's mysterious. It's like, how did this get made? Uh, the other one I would say is um, um, Miami Connection. Yeah. Which is slightly before my time. I did not get the right for Miami Connection, but I love it very much. I just think it's hilarious, man. They did such a great job with it.
0: We actually just talked about that one a few episodes ago. And uh, I don't know if, if you've heard about the alternate um, scene in that movie that they cut out. Um, no. I think the guy's Jim, the one who uh, he's, he finds his dad. Yeah. And uh yeah. his his dad is, is flying in, you know, towards the end of the movie, and uh they're taking Jim to the hospital and Jim doesn't make it in this version. <laughs> Jim dies in the car. <laughs> yeah, and they pull the car over, and you see a plane flying overhead, and the other guy goes, Oh man, Jim's father is on that plane. <laughs> awesome. But for some awesome. reason they changed that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> YK Kim,
1: YK Kim saw a plot hole or something. That was like the <laughs> only thing he saw. That was like the only thing is like, wait, this makes no sense. Feels,
2: feels like a nice change. <laughs> feels like a decent change. Yeah. 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 That, yeah no, that 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 one's good. Um, I will say this. Uh, I guess remember uh, Carnival of Souls. Yep. Oh yeah. So here's the thing that happens when you when you write for riff tracks, right? And I've done, I think maybe 120 scripts at this point. Damn. Yeah, it's like a huge amount because you know VODs and live mm-hmm. and shorts and stuff. There's a fear that you develop. It's like when they announce a movie that you know, I had become uncanny at saying like, oh my God, I am going to get this scene. And I've seen, and I, you know, I watched Carnival of Souls as a kid, right? It was all, it was around. It was like on TV sometimes. And you know how it is. It's all like organ music-y and people wandering around. And they said, Jason, we're going to do Carnival of Souls as a live movie. And I swear to God, you guys, I'm not kidding. As soon as they said that they were going to send out a Divi, I was like, I am going to get the 10 minutes where that idiot is walking around the carnival (laughs) with no dialogue. Right? Right. Just yeah. kind of in a trance, and goddamn if that's not exactly what happened. They gave me the DVD, and exactly when she gets dropped off by the cab driver or uh. whatever, and ends up walking around the carnival and there's no dialogue, there's nothing but organ music. I mean, really the only thing that happens is for some reason she walks by kind of a, a wide-scale aluminum chute and some mattresses slide down <laughs> it. And that's, that was my divvy. And I'm like, Oh my God, what am I going to do with this? You know, And it's like, how do you write jokes over 10 minutes of just someone looking around aimlessly? And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's exactly what happened, man. And I was like, huh, oh, you've got to, you've got to be, you got to be kidding me. And that happens to me all the time with these people. <laughs> <laughs> what the,
0: what's the, uh, like, what's the timetable on that? Like how long do you get to work on that before
2: Usually a couple weeks. It's not too yeah, bad. Too... No, it's not it's not too bad. But if you think about it, it's like so it's a it's a, say you have a 10 minute Divi, or when I worked on um uh Rise of Skywalker, it's fifteen minutes, right? Mm-hmm. So it's basically a joke every ten to fifteen seconds. Right? Yeah. I mean that's okay. yeah, so multiplied out by 10 or 15 minutes okay so you need to you can't you can't squeeze them in too close and you can't spread them too far out if it's Mm -hmm. a live show you have a little bit more you have a little bit more leeway because you know you need to make like room for audience reaction in a lifetime people are gonna laugh Mm -hmm. they might see something they might see something you miss right and react to that, so you need to build in a little extra space. But it's basically, you know, a joke every ten seconds, um, and you don't want to let it go much further than that. So the problem is if you have a really long quiet time, ten <laughs> seconds can feel like an eternity, right? It's yeah. one thing. If, it's one thing if there's like bullets flying around or people are issuing dialogue, but if there's just someone just walking around, it's yeah, it's uh, so I can't, I can't. Well, you guys know the title because it's coming up as a live show. This is the first one that I've ever had. It starts with a long musical number in a punk rock club. Oh, okay, yeah, and then is fa- uh, and I got through that. All right, I got through that. I was like, <laughs> oh, the, thank god. And there's a couple lines of dialogue, and there's a long strip tease sequence. <laughs> I'm like, oh my <laughs> <Yeah>. god. <laughs> like, give me something to work with here, you guys. <laughs> oh Rick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not good. Not good.
0: Well, I only have uh two more questions for you, and they both come from uh friend to the podcast and, and somebody that you are very familiar with, Jason. Uh our friend Margot, of
2: course. Margo, hello, Margo, hello, Margo. Oh.
0: Uh, The first one, she wants to know if you are uh, working on any new books.
2: Yes. (laughs) No, I I am. I am. I am. Yes. 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 No, I am. I am. (laughs) That's all I'll say about that. Okay. (laughs) Yes.
0: And uh, the other one, she told me that I have to ask you about the first time that you watched Top Gun.
2: What? Oh, my God. Yeah. I, uh, I watched Top Gun a couple of years ago. I'd never seen it before, all the way through, and it's uh, it's very sweaty. <laughs> 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 no, you know, seriously, seriously. I mean, you have you guys, oh have you guys, have you guys watched it in a while? <laughs>
1: no, not okay. like not in like, like twenty weird. years.
2: Yeah, it's it's really, really it's glycerin. It's glycerin sweaty. The um, the scenes with uh, Tom Scarratt at the beginning, yeah, you know, in, in the aircraft carrier, uh, everyone seems to have been sprayed down with a fine spritz <laughs> of oil. They're really, really sweaty inside, and I, maybe you know, maybe naval vessels and aircraft carriers and such are. Like really humid environments, I don't know, but everyone's beaded with these like glycerin beads, and uh that's what I remember most about it. <laughs> that um, sounds
0: like some of the movies from the director of a talking cat,
2: yeah, oh God, oh, no,
1: let's not talk about <laughs> that,
2: oh God, it was a talking cat, and what's the other one he did? He did um uh Santa summerhouse Santa yeah.
1: Santa summerhouse yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Absolution the Journey. He also directed Retro Puppet Master.
0: Yeah.
2: Did he really?
0: Yeah, he did. I was yeah. amazed when we, I found we that We were out both too. shocked when we learned that.
2: Man, I hated writing that movie so much. <laughs>
0: uh, but it has it has Greg Sestero in
1: it. Just throw in room references. It'll be no. fine.
2: <laughs> There's, I mean, yeah, there are some that are just, like, if, if I had to pick some that are just difficult to write the ones that think they're funny, you know? Like yeah. the uh, the ice cream man. <laughs> um, ah,
1: I the, love that riff. That was amazing.
2: The ones that are like winking at you, I find so difficult to write. Yeah. And it's, it's it's because because to me the like the beats are off, you know? It's like if you can you have to find a place to fit jokes in, but if they're winking at you, and that's why I mean, as much as I like the Sharknado movies, I'm glad I've never had to do one because they're so self-aware.
1: Right? They're, yeah. Know,
2: I'd rather they be clumsy and not self-aware at all. It just—it's—it's mm-hmm. it's just easier to me as a writer to do jokes about those, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, like yeah, they're so self cursed totally. Like, a, like a Most Dangerous Game, like came out a couple weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one's that one's that to me that's gravy. Because they're, it's so like serious and grim, you know, and surprisingly violent. Yeah. And yeah, we, we <laughs> were
0: wondering about uh, what happened to the dogs in that movie, because uh, this was before the film. Oh, closed. I know what happened so... to those dogs.
1: They drowned. Yeah. <laughs> those
2: yeah, dogs dog... are dead. I think that was my first pre-code movie. And we don't do very many pre-code movies. No. And we should do more pre-code movies, I think. Thanks. But... Freaks
1: yeah. and all them
2: oh, other I would love to write freaks. That would be so much fun. Yeah, I got a I got a I got a terrific remit today from Bridget to ask me to write a movie about a uh nineties sex uh rom com with all the sex taken out. <laughs> so that'll that'll be that'll be coming your way in the next couple months.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh that sounds like wow. it'll be really good.
2: And I, I I love writing for them. It's it's been such a treat to write for uh, Mayor Joe and Bridget. Oh, we too, love to get the we love listening switch, to switch. Yeah, to get to switch voices and write in their voice is is it's it's so cool and such a treat, you know? Because uh, Mike and Bill have just a different vibe, and it's get the it's it's great to get to transition over something a little bit different and, and stretch your legs a little bit. So, really, really enjoyed writing for them.
0: Yeah, they always sound like they're having so much fun together.
2: Yeah, they do. Right. It's just it's like two pals hanging out watching a movie. Um, I wrote for uh, Fear for them, which is the rip uh, uh, ripoff. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I wrote for uh, Lady Mobster, and we've got one coming out that I can't name yet in a couple weeks. And then I'll get to do the alien sex rom-com thing, which, yeah. so Alien? These folks... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nineties Alien Meets Woman Sex Rom com with all the sex taken out. That's all I know about it. Probably like it
0: something that they used to show on USA Up All Night or something. Oh,
2: or man. like
1: or like uh Cinemax After Dark. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Welcome back from the edit, everybody. It's <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dave Dave's right. This is a this is a thing. Yeah. I remember that too, pal, and I can't remember why. It's been a billion years, but I, for some reason I'm attaching Jeff Goldblum to that, <laughs> and maybe that's because that's, of the uh, that's open shirt right in yet. Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, hell yeah! <laughs> All
0: right, so let's uh, let's get talking about our first uh, Rift Tracks VOD. This is going to be the newest one released uh, just this past Friday. Oh, God. This is 1990 uh Disney Channel video Aladdin Wait this was on the Disney channel
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, oh. it's 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 uh, a Buena Vista so it is a Disney uh sidecar production so this is this is funny too and you guys might remember this uh, so this movie came out obviously a few years before the famous you know. The Robin animated Williams, Aladdin, yeah. the anime Aladdin. But what Disney did, uh, if, if you were around a Walmart at this time, you might, or your grandma might have wandered by a little sidecar of, uh, you know, uh, VHS movies. And there was a, uh, cartoon packaging of this animated, this not animated movie. Um, and so it was kind of like the tiger version of uh, famous video games. Yeah. You know, I think they, yeah. they they kind of tried to pass it off. Like it was the animated Aladdin. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it had the, it had the you know, again, it had the cartoon um, packaging that might have fooled some people into picking it up. And imagine taking that home to your kids and say, Hey, we got you, Disney's Aladdin. Here you go. Let's pop it in the VHS player, and then and is, it's, this, is this pile? You're 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 confronted with Barry Bostwick. Yeah, um, yeah. They did that a lot. They did that a lot back then. They tried to tie these, you know, like garbage live action things onto, or or even some animated things, yeah, onto more yeah. popular yeah they
1: would never do they would never do that today they would never mm. try to attach a live action film to an animated film
2: thank, thank God so yeah it's it's really really bad and it's like looking at it now I know you know like Disney has produced a lot of live action garbage, but
0: I'm not surprised this one's not up on Disney plus
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this uh this version of Aladdin is uh, based on a stage musical. Um, yeah. And it's actually story-wise closer to the actual story of Aladdin uh, as far yes. as the fact that it takes place in China uh, because yes. the original story does not take place in you know, any, anywhere in Arabia. Aside from the little so, bit like, with that's the what the but... magician uncle.
1: Yeah, but that's supposed to be that's supposed to be Jafar. Now the whole time I'm like, why is it in China? Now I know a lot of people are uh gonna like point out that oh it's all these white people uh, saying that we're in China. Okay, look, that is this movie. That is the least of this movie's problems.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Like, like, okay, like, okay. Why are they all white? Well, because it's an American production, and all white people live in America. Uh, they, like, that's really the answer. Yeah. But okay, can we talk for a minute how awful these songs are in this in this musical? <laughs> like, like, what song? Right? I mean, I don't write songs. For, I mean, obviously, but I mean, this thing is a produced stage musical. Got made into a quote unquote movie um you somebody who's relatively well known uh to star in it um and is on the disney channel apparently what are their standards for songwriting i mean you look at the lyrics and they're they're infantile they're just they're just they're just stupid.
0: Have you have you seen any of the direct to video animated sequels that Disney was doing for like a fifteen year <laughs> stretch there? Like Bambi 2 and uh the Fox and the Hound 2, where they join a country jug band.
2: <laughs> who?
0: And I'm not even making that up. Wait, who does? The Fox and the Hound. Join a country jug band? Yes, in the direct to video sequel that they did. They're Oh god. They were garbage. Oh. I, I yes, I have three kids. I've sat through more of these than I'd like to admit. And they're just as bad as you'd expect them to be. And honestly, the songwriting for those is pretty much on par with this stuff from Aladdin. My, uh... Except it's a little more produced than they have, you know, some actual, you know, artists singing them. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to a guy it, who's it, never it, acted it, since it, or it, before. I,
2: it's very community mm-hmm. theater, right? I mean, oh, I yeah. think we can all agree on that. Like, the sets are very pasteboard. Yeah. Yeah. It feels very. And, you know, Jeremy, I think you and I, we talked about this the other day. It feels like something they were almost contractually obligated to do. Yeah. Kick out. But on the other hand, um, you Know they, they pump out all the garbage. My wife and I were talking about this day. So, so, people playing Aladdin Ford Disney, uh, Will Smith, Robin Williams, uh, Don Castaneda, Barry Bostwick. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> who played two <laughs> characters in this movie? <laughs> and they were, no, but they're both genies, though. Yeah,
2: they were all genies. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's the uh, I dream a genie. Um, Genie and her evil sister. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Kit 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 and carr from uh Knight rider. <laughs> kit. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh night rider.
2: I wish uh, you were here now. I know. What was the truck's name? Uh, don't I know. <laughs> it was a giant truck, you guys. Come on, oh. help me out here. Hercules, <laughs> Titan, something like that. Probably. Anyway.
1: Large Marge. <laughs> <laughs>
2: March of March. The truck was not called Lord of March. Like, I wish it was.
0: <laughs> I I honestly think that my favorite part of this movie is the fact that Aladdin has a last name, and it's it's so and so and so. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. Like that yeah, kind of blew my mind a little bit, just because I was not prepared for that at all.
2: Very community theater, yeah. Very like local, and so why? I mean, was there a, like a public clamor for this version of Aladdin?
1: You got me, man. I mean, the whole thing, the whole thing seems very pirates world in the '90s to me. Even <laughs> though know, there was no uh, pirates and there was no pirates world in the '90s, but I mean, yeah.
0: I think I think that gets referenced in this too. In this riff, I believe somebody says, you know, I think Santa is telling this story to some kids on the beach.
2: Yeah. these kid's on yeah. the beach. The, uh, the, uh, the attention to the special effects yeah. with the, uh, you know, the <laughs> crazy... The crazy, like,
1: the crazy, like I built a, I built a castle today. I've never yeah. built a castle before. before. Yeah. I'll, use these, um, 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 I'll um. use these elements
2: that came with this special effects program to build... Yeah, yeah I got I got to write that crap. <laughs> um, <laughs> a roof. A roof. A roof. A roof. I forgot the roof. You know, it's like, "Oh God, dude!" <laughs> um, again, that just led me to believe that this whole thing was just a cast-off that they had to do. <laughs> yeah, and they roped a bunch of people into it, and it's like, oh, like, uh, like in the
1: producers where they have to make a a, a they, bad movie and they, they just they don't got, care. I mean,
2: well, remember the um, the famous '80s uh, Fantastic Four movie? <laughs>
0: right? Yeah,
2: Which yeah, yeah. They had to do it contractually because they had to produce it and then
1: yeah but so they wouldn't lose the movie rights yeah, so, and they just like,
2: and they just eat it and bury it you know yeah I mean, watching like a the thing that like, was like
0: uh, or the but, 2015 fantastic four you know
1: oh no let's not talk about that please
2: <laughs> oh god don't say that out
1: loud. <laughs> i have a fantastic uh, four i'm looking at a fantastic four poster on my wall right now I love the Fantastic Four, and I have not made it through ten minutes of that movie. So
2: all good-hearted people love the Fantastic Four. We're just waiting for a good Fantastic for Four movie.
1: Good... Please, I, maybe I eventually. Thi- I don't
0: think it's going to happen.
1: I don't think it's going to happen. Who knows?
0: Huh? Who knows what Disney in control?
1: <laughs> well, well, let's not. Go- well,
0: yeah. Anyway, yeah. Aladdin is. It's very. Yeah, most of the people don't have a ton of acting credits in this. Um, there are a few yeah. no. that w- that went on to do some uh, <laughs> some other things and some other way more well known things. Other, of course, than uh, Barry, because uh, you know he was what the mayor in Spin City, I think, for four years that- or however long that movie lasted. Yeah.
2: That TV show,
0: yeah, TV show. Get
1: it, get it right. What's wrong with you?
2: And Megaforce, eh, don't forget dude, Megaforce. I'm
0: thinking about Aladdin. That's what's <laughs>
2: that's what's wrong with me.
0: But uh, our princess Mei Ling, uh, Susan Egan, she does a lot of voice work. She was uh, Meg in Hercules, also a Disney production. Way better than this one. She did a voice in the English dub of Spirited Away. But, you know, she's she's done a lot of things. Have been very successful with her voice work. So at least, you know, that's something good that came out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back from the edit, everybody. But uh, Yeah, that was a long edit a
1: Bunch long of edit. stuff you guys will never yeah, hear but, uh, <laughs> So many I'm secrets so, I'm
0: so glad that I heard it <laughs> Oh, yeah Aladdin, guys, seriously <laughs> Check it out, 10 bucks
1: Oh, that's right, we were <laughs> talking about
2: Aladdin Like <laughs> an hour ago <laughs> uh, oh, So now let's go wow. on to
0: our, our second uh, VOD here And this is one that, uh, that Jason You actually suggested that we talked about and we did kind of bring it up uh, for a few minutes earlier on in this episode. That is, of course, Ator the Fighting Eagle. Ator. Miles O'Keefe.
2: Miles O'Keefe. Ugh. You got to love Ator. It's so good. It's so good. This movie, uh,
0: I um, I actually saw this on broadcast TV uh, before years before MST3K was a thing and Cave Dwellers, really? the sequel that they did. Uh, yeah, it was on some local channel. Um, in this little this little lake town, um, here in Michigan, that uh, our family used to have a, a cabinet. And one Saturday it was raining out, so there really wasn't anything to do. I turned on the TV, and I see this Conan the Barbarian wannabe guy fighting a giant spider with a mirror shield, and I was like, "What is this? This this is awesome." And that was all I ever saw of it was from there to the end. So not very much. Um, And then I saw Cave Dwellers. And I'm like, hey, wait a second. I think I remember seeing a movie when I was a kid uh, with this guy in it. And he fought like a spider. And I kept waiting for that to happen. And it never happened. And I'm like, what the crap? What's going on? And then, you know, I found out that it was a sequel years later. And there's actually like four movies in this series. But like you said, it's like a reboot and then another reboot. And the last one doesn't even Wait, have Miles O'Keefe in it, right? Or is he still in it? Yeah, it's
2: like they like they kept making the same movie over and over again. I mean, I don't even know that they were the they were uh, sequels, per se, but just like kinda recapitulations of one another. Yeah. So like Cave Dwellers is Pretty close to Ator. <laughs>
0: Except he doesn't want to get with his sister in this one.
2: Yeah, yeah. They're really, I mean, they're really close together. So, I don't know. Yeah. But it's Ator's. Ator is fun. Ator is what it is. Ator <laughs> wants to marry his sister who is not a sister.
1: <laughs> so stupid. Is this. Like, oh,
2: oh no. I know we talked about it, but like, oh, she's not
1: really your sister.
2: Oh, good. Yeah, right? <laughs> she suckled from the same breast. But it's
1: like, you're not, you're yeah. only making it, like, you're <laughs> no, really confusing it's... me further.
2: Yeah. 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 Now, I to...
0: okay. See, this, this is the kind of stuff that I really like about... Uh, about doing this and looking up stuff while we're recording because I always learn things that uh I didn't I didn't know before and Ator came out the same year as Cave Dwellers.
1: Really? Well, yeah, because they're both filmed in like 5 yeah. minutes. Um, so, of course,
0: the, the director of those movies also made or produced Troll 2, which I didn't know. Uh, uh, he also produced Ghost House. Good dear God, and Witchery, Dave, aka La Casa. Fleur, yes, the, Witchery, the unofficial sequel to Ghost House, which to was the Ghost unofficial House. sequel to what? Evil Dead Two. Wait, what? Yeah, over in Italy,
2: there's a
1: movie called Witchery. There's a movie called Witchery called uh, huh? There's a movie called Witchery starring David Hasselhoff. And it was uh, technically the – it's the sequel to Ghost House, but it has witches in it. And uh, it's um it's it's something else. It's quite gory. It's not quite as like – because you know how Ghost House has kind of like that comedic quality to it? Witchery is like super Weird. dark. It's like David Hasselhoff's darkest kind of like weirdest <laughs> thing he ever did. What the <laughs> f***? It, it, no, this is a real thing. It's, 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 it's it, look it up. It's, it's, uh, it's gross. And it, it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, like I used to think that back. Oh, that'd be cool for Rift tracks to do. And then I saw it and I was like, Oh no, this is, this is, this is <laughs> no, no, very no, no, disturbing. No,
2: no, no, no,
0: no, 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 um, Dear God. but they, they released them as part of the, the La Casa series, The first Evil Dead was the first La Casa. Evil Dead 2 was released as La Casa 2. Ghost House was La Casa 3, and Witchery was La Casa 4. Holy. So they they made them, they forced them into this series of movies over in Italy that have nothing to do with each other outside of the first two, and uh, yeah. Uh,
2: uh, Wow.
1: Yeah, no, but if you want to be disturbed, watch that movie.
2: With David Hasselhoff.
1: Yeah, it has David Hasselhoff, Catherine Hickland, uh, Linda Blair. Oh. Um, oh,
2: oh, that makes it better. Jesus yeah, Christ, you guys, it's, this is nightmare fuel. Why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's bad. It's
1: really bad. Yeah, guys. Okay, and and like like, okay, guys. If this makes it into the podcast. Don't watch Witchery. Don't do it. It's,
0: it's 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 bad.
2: With David Hasselhoff and Linda Blair. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, just, okay. just ignore that. Just ignore that movie, listeners. Don't I don't will, don't take it will. out. No,
2: um, listeners. Never watch anything with David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff.
0: See, it's melted Jason's brain. Just thinking about it. <laughs> Jesus, and he
2: hasn't even seen it yet. <laughs> no, but I want to. <laughs>
0: uh, but uh. yeah, I think we were talking about Ator before. Yes, <laughs> this. See, this is this is how the podcast works, Jason. We just we go wildly off the rails all the time. <laughs> it's usually my fault. Not this time. Yeah, not this time. Uh, so, as for the story. Um, Ator is is the child of prophecy, blah, 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 going to destroy the spider cult. Um, They try and kill him as a baby and uh, they they sneak him off to a village. And this is where uh, he has his new sister uh, who he's in love with and he wants to marry her. And the village is uh, attacked by the spider cult soldiers and uh, the women are taken, including his sister who he really wants to marry and uh so he goes off trying to rescue her and defeat the spider cult and blah blah blah.
2: Yes. Yeah that's it.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's
2: that's all you need to I know. Mean, about well, I mean, story, okay, right? well I mean what else we
1: what else is there really to say about it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean Was that's, it, that's... wasn't
0: there something in like the 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 prologue to the movie where it's talking about how he was born, like somebody cast their seed into the wind, like it was this really yeah, yeah. gross, like description.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah, no, no, it's, it's Conan. He's Conan, right? One of the yeah. things, yeah. I, one of the things I like about these, uh, this genre of movies is that. It's like you can just have, you know, Krognar <laughs> and then do, you know the Barbarian and have him cast into whatever, you know, and that's what they did with this, right? It's obviously a rip yeah. ripoff, but mm-hmm. um yeah, it's just there's just not that much to it, right? Yeah. No. Well, yeah.
0: It's like you said it's a Conan. I mean, even as far as like well, Conan it was like a, like a snake cult. Hmm? Right. James Earl Jones uh, turns himself into a giant snake or something.
2: Yeah, yeah. This was a spider.
0: Yeah. So yeah. it's Conan but spiders instead of snakes yeah. and he wants yeah. to bang his sister. I mean <laughs> I think Conan wanted revenge, you know, that was all he was after.
2: <laughs> well, who would not? Yeah. At least it was James Earl Jones.
0: This this is true. He at least had <laughs> uh, better than uh dakar
2: yeah oh god <laughs>
1: all right so anyway yeah so that was after the fighting eagle
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man and also don't look up the rest of the movies uh that joe damato made because no they're all like porn
1: uh, Why doesn't that surprise me? Yeah.
0: So just just stay away from that end of it, guys. Don't watch Witchery. Don't don't worry about uh any of other the other movies made by Joe D'Amato. <laughs> it,
2: it.
0: <laughs> no, it's just please. like uh David Decato. Don't don't uh don't do it. Unless it's like a talking pony or what was my stepbrother's name? No, vampire? don't even watch
1: don't even watch a Talking Pony. I paid a dollar for that movie and I wish I hadn't. Oh. Yeah, no, like okay, look, no. that's another movie. Like don't watch Witchery and don't watch a Talking Pony. It's not it is God not damn worth it, you guys.
2: I'm going to watch Witchery now. Because of you, I'm going to watch Witchery. But, pff,
1: I told you not to watch the thing. I know. Okay, I know.
2: That just made him want to watch it more. No, you don't mean I'm going to have to watch it. I mean, you guys. Made uh, well, it I mean, OK, so well, I mean, when
1: OK, OK. OK, when you're having nightmares mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. fetuses in- and <laughs> OK.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: I mean, it's oh. on Prime Video to watch for free.
2: Really? So. Is it? Yeah. Oh,
0: <laughs> wow. I don't know why I'm encouraging this, but. Oh why well, you are, you you know? are anyway and, yep. Deadly Prey
2: <laughs> Yes Deadly Prey one <laughs> Let's of my, talk
1: about Deadly Prey one for, of for my a moment.
2: Favorite riff tracks. So good. It's it it's it's first blood, but it's it's way stupid. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So like
1: I mean, okay, so deadly prey, what I can remember of it, uh even though I watched it recently, so the guys he he's taking out the garbage,, mm-hmm. and the bad guys uh like oh, they come and kidnap him, mm-hmm. but oh no, we've kidnapped like this crazy special forces guy, yeah, right, so um. A, bad a, guy, a, a
2: special forces guy that the bad guy has a personal relationship with. Yeah, <laughs> well, um, yeah. what a coincidence! <laughs> what a coincidence! Yeah,
0: and, 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 then, and this is this is yet another another of the long line of uh, movies in the same vein of uh, the most dangerous game.
2: Yeah, which yeah, exactly. about.
1: Yeah, so they're yeah. like uh, going to hunt Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah um, totally, totally. Yeah, it is a most dangerous game uh ripoff. Which, you know, again, uh, they're 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 doing first blood, they're doing most dangerous game, you know. Yeah. But that's cool, except except this guy, this guy. Ugh put a shirt on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the main thing, right? It's like he goes yeah. out to take out the garbage. His wife is making yeah. him breakfast, if I remember correctly. And yeah. he goes out to take out the garbage. And he's basically in like a little pair of uh, denim shorts.
0: Yeah. shorts. Yeah. He's got nice cut off shorts <laughs> on.
2: Yeah. And he gets hauled into a, a van. I think,
1: yeah, a van, and they yeah, they run off, and they they take him to like you know this um paramilitary compound in like a park, right, or something, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, and from there, he never I mean, by the time I got to my Divi, it's like when he's broken free, it was like, please yeah. God, right. just put on a shirt, and then <laughs> like and, and then, then he goes
1: on, and he starts, yeah
2: render a guard unconscious and take his uniform.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But like, Um, one of the things that like really gets me about, I mean, Cameron Mitchell's in it. Cameron Mitchell's in a lot of stuff because he had lots of people take advantage of him. He gets top billing in in this. Over Yeah. Um, But uh, my thing is that uh, the, um, the main character, I don't remember his name, it doesn't matter uh deadly prey we'll call him deadly prey's wife uh gets kidnapped by the bad guys taken mm-hmm. to uh taken to their little paramilitary compound and she gets raped and killed yeah. and it's like oh that's awesome like the, yeah. why did, and it's just like it, it it i i think it's like the most uncomfortable line in riff tracks, not a riff, but like a line that is spoken in the movie, yeah. where she's yeah. like, "They raped me," and everyone's just like, "Oh no, yeah." So
0: Why? Um, <laughs> I have I have a little bit of information about uh, about our our main character here, Mike Danton. Uh, Danton. <laughs> uh, his the the actor is uh, Ted Pryor. Mm-hmm. His brother. Is David Pryor the guy who directed and wrote the movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ted was a Chippendales dancer. Oh um, yeah, we're getting he answers. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was a uh, a centerfold and Playgirl. What? And he also reprised the role in the sequel.
2: Yeah, yeah deadliest
0: prey from yeah. 2013. This is correct. What?
2: Yeah. Wait a minute.
0: sequel? Nearly three decades after his abduction by the psychotic Colonel Hogan, the hardened Vietnam veteran and elite soldier Mike Danton has to face once more his arch nemesis, Thirst for Revenge. Is Danton still the best?
1: Uh, the answer is
0: no. He <laughs> yeah. uh, wasn't the best to begin with. So. <laughs>
2: yeah, that bothers me about the movie, too. It's like the grim ending. It's like, you know, her dad dies and she dies and it's like ah it's hard to yeah. ah, <laughs> so right. like
1: you don't really know. It ah, doesn't really have an ending though. It's it, like, it, it it's the thing.
2: Yeah. It's like, oh, let's write jokes about that.
0: <laughs> the calling card of the bad movie is that they just kind of stop. They yeah. don't have an ending, they just kind yeah. of stop. stop. Like uh yeah. like Light Blast.
2: Yes, oh, that movie
0: just kind of stops.
2: Yeah, and <laughs> like
0: Haunted Wayne also it just kind of stops. It the, just f- kind of freeze frames. It and kind of it sla- freeze frames. Kind of slams yeah. into a yeah. wall.
2: Yeah, yeah. And you're left with that. You're like, okay, and okay, I get to go. All to, right, so I get to go to sleep <laughs> with this now. And Dan's wife <laughs> and father-in-law had been murdered nice yeah (laughs) thanks thanks (laughs) thanks for leaving with us you assholes (laughs) yeah Uh, so
0: Uh. thank you prior brothers yeah yeah, so it's, it's another outstanding riff um you know minus some of the material which is yeah. you know, a little uncomfortable. But, yeah, uh,
1: I, I would say that's the most uncomfortable moment I've ever been watching a Riff tracks so just like that, like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's why I'm glad that um there's that one scene in uh, Samurai Cop where they go to the one cop's house and they start, like, torturing They, like, yeah. no, not the blonde, not the blonde. Please, this is uh, one of the guys, and they go and they, like, start Doing things to his wife right in front of him, before they murder her and then kill him. But it's, uh, I'm glad that that was removed out of that movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Radical Jack, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's that scene yeah. where the the cop goes to the dude's house and like has sex with his wife and then kills uh. her, <laughs> and it just it's like. Eh. No, no. Didn't have to do that. <laughs> didn't have to do that. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, well, we know we know that that was not uh, David Giancola's fault.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. He went into detail about how just like yeah, yeah. In but we won't give the guy that. was
0: like a like a royal Canadian Mounted Police officer.
1: Wow, <laughs> he wasn't. Was it didn't. It didn't become different. like a knockoff roadhouse thing. <laughs> until like,
0: <laughs> until somebody else started directing it, yeah. yeah
1: be like, right. it was really supposed to be like no, but uh, <laughs> wow, wow.
0: Oh man,
1: wow. That's all I got for deadly prey.
0: <laughs> want to thank you again for joining us, Jason. It thank was you. a riot. Uh,
1: yeah, this was a ton of fun, man. Hey, Thanks this, for coming on.
0: The story about the dude with the the uh, the curly oh, boy, hair and the short oh, boy, boy shorts. Uh, I love yeah. that. I love that story. That's that's one of my favorite stories now.
2: It's my and, introduction uh, to these guys. So. <laughs> I'll definitely be asking,
0: uh, <laughs> as as we like to call them, Con and Shauner.
2: Con and Shauner. Con and Shauner.
1: That's uh, that's totally not me mispronouncing uh, their 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 names and putting together. Like what's that called like... when you put two words together and it just like comes like a. Portamento. Yeah, there you go.
2: Yes.
0: Uh, but yeah, it was it was great. Um, even the stuff that uh, that was edited out was was a blast. <laughs> and, uh,
2: Aren't you jealous, listeners?
0: Yes, you yes. should be because that some most of that won't even end up with the Patreon people. No, but, it won't. Um, speaking of which, um, real quick, I want to get this out there. I did post this to our uh, Patreon a few days ago, um, but we do have an announcement. We are going to be starting some mini episodes of the podcast uh, where we're going to be using that for our short reviews, Rift Track Shorts, and those will be going up for our patrons uh, for like 48 hours uh, before they get released to the public. So if you like the podcast, want to give us a little bit of support, you can head to patreon.com slash true blue riffcast and you can drop us a couple dollars and get early access to uh, some podcasts you can get all kinds of little goodies like uh, ringtones and notification sounds uh, mostly from Dave and uh, you'll get some bloopers mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff and a heads up on on who's going to be joining us on future episodes of the podcast. And I am Jeremy. You can find me at com. You can follow me on Twitter at pbandawesome. You can send me emails, Jeremy, at trueblueriftcast.com. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter at tbriftcast.
1: And I'm Dave. You can check me out on the web at sugarraydodge.com. You can send me emails at dave at trueblueriftcast.com. And
0: you're going to find Jason on Twitter at longwall26. That's me. Is that right? Yes. And that's going to do it. We'll see you guys Next time, right here on the True Blue Rift See ya. See ya.